welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome to Wine Road. It's episode 122, and we're back from hiatus. Yay! Did you miss us? Hiatus. I I just love the I, that word. <laughs> well, what did you want? It's like hiatus. Uh, it was a hiatus. Yeah, it was. A, I just like the word. Like, what am I done in my life where I could say, oh, I'm, I'm going on hiatus for the next. It's like sabbatical, like, but like, we're yeah. not professors. It's like, no, you're just not showing up. <laughs> so we're back from our break time. Yeah, we're back from our break. What'd you do, Bethy Beth? Um, Well, I think like a lot of people, I've cleaned every closet in my house and, you know, organized things. But honestly, I've never stopped working. I know. You have been working yeah. like crazy. I sort of thought it would be different. <laughs> you know, when we first <laughs> last March got that, you know, everybody shut down. It's a shelter in place. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to exercise and I'm going to learn how to speak Spanish. And I'm going to, I had all these, <laughs> all these goals, <laughs> which I, I, I don't even go for walks anymore. I've done nothing but no, work. All done, I've done is work. Yeah, you've yeah. done nothing but work. for you, yeah. but you've done work, work, work. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. It's been a uh, crazy times. Crazy times. And and what have you been doing to keep yourself busy, Miss Marcy? Been, I've been writing. I've I been know. working. I've been, I hate to tell people this, but I feel like I've been thriving in the I pandemic. Know. Only because it's given me a gift of time mm-hmm. to do a personal project. And so it's, I've really been taking advantage of it and working on a manuscript. Woo-hoo-hoo. That's, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. Thank Marcy you. is a writer and she's actually sitting down and doing what she's wanted to do for a long time. And Working yep. on some manuscript is awesome. And I'm sipping wine, getting a lot of inspiration. <laughs> yeah. I've been sipping wine. I think they have like day drinking is what I've been calling it. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm working from home a lot. And um, so that's... So for you, that's, that's very kind of different. That's good and bad. But for you know? me as a freelancer, yeah. I've always worked at home. Yeah. So I think for people who have been uh, worked at home before... It doesn't feel that different. But when you suddenly go from an office yeah. environment to home, that's a big shift. Well, plus, I feel like I just lay with my, you know, on the couch with the laptop and my, uh, you know, on my lap until, you know, midnight. And I think, oh, my God, like I have worked here for 14 solid hours. So this is not not a plan. At least when I went to the office, I knew I was you there. You knew and when I was to left, go home. Know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the hard part of freelancers. Like freelancers always commiserate. There is no such thing as a holiday. Yeah. Because it's like Christmas Eve and you're filing you're a deadline. Finishing or, up. Yeah. Or whatever. If people are out shooting fireworks and you're working. <laughs> yeah. A lot. And, you know, things have changed constantly um, in the last, uh, well, it's been not quite a year, almost 11 months. And so um, part of my job also involved just keeping our wineries and our lodgings up to speed on what was happening and what the regulations were at that moment in time and when we expected it to change and and what those requirements would require of the wineries, whether they could be serving wine indoors or only outdoors and at 25% capacity. And what was complicated is that it just changed so often. So, um, you know, I've done, oh, yeah, spent a fair amount like of time doing that. Every week there was something different. So I do want to give a shout out to all of my other AVA directors throughout California because uh, I've had a Zoom call with them every Wednesday and today's Wednesday. So today's my day. We call it our therapy. Every Wednesday at (laughs) two o'clock, there's about 30 of us from, you know, from Temecula, Santa Barbara, Santa Cruz, Lake County. How cool is that? Yeah. We all get on this call. Um, We have representatives from the Wine Institute, which really helps on the legal side of what's happening in the wine business. And we meet every week. And uh, we're all in different counties, and so we all have different regulations, but we've really helped each other figure out, you know, the best advice to give our wineries mm-hmm. throughout this whole period. 
and we've been able to you know work with legislature because we pack one voice get all of the directors in the state signing on right. to things uh, with guidance from the wine institute so it's really been great and yeah, jokingly, we all refer to it as, you know, okay, are we having therapy again next Wednesday? Yes, next Wednesday, oh. 2 o'clock, <laughs> therapy. But that's so important because as a group, you have collectively more power. Oh, yeah. And then something's happening in one area that's right. not happening in another. Then you have the experience if those changes in that county, yeah. people can help each other because they've been oh, through yeah. it. Uh, it there's, it's just so much to manage on your own. And then during this whole lockdown, we've also had wildfires throughout California, and they've been... You know, Santa Cruz, Santa Barbara, Sonoma County, Napa. I mean, there have been Wednesdays when we're honestly just all on the phone crying. <laughs> but at Aww. least we can see other people, we're all crying. <laughs> it's like, what do we do next? Okay, so next week will be better. So um, we can all see, you know, light at the end of the tunnel at this point. And uh, here we, where we are in Sonoma County, uh, tasting rooms, uh, our wineries rather, are open they cannot be open for any indoor tasting at this point. All of the tasting has to happen outside. And there's regulations to that. It can be a tent outside, but it can't be an enclosed tent, obviously. It has to be open air. And some wineries have the ability to do that, and some don't. So I do have a lot of smaller wineries that have um, you maybe a tasting room in more of an industrial park area, so they don't have you know a patio. They don't have room to do outdoor tasting. So what you can do to support those wineries would be just to uh, either have wine shipped or order ahead of time over the phone and do a, a scheduled um, curbside pickup situation. So um, I think I have probably about 50 or 70 wineries that are open right now, it's, you know, maybe four days a week. Most of them are open Thursday through Monday or Thursday through Sunday. You know, they have a covered area. So even if it's rainy, they can still, you know, honor those reservations. All of the tastings have to be reservation only. So the days of just swinging by and stopping in, you know, that ship has sailed for now. Um, although I wouldn't hesitate to call that morning, you know, if wineries have space, they'd love to see you. You don't have to plan two weeks ahead of time, but they are filling up uh, quickly on the weekends at this point because it is so limited, the number of people they can see. So, you know, we're figuring it out every day and I'm I'm excited because we do actually have <laughs> some fun things planned. You have uh, planned a lot, I mean, you know, that are happening. So uh, here we are in February, and just a couple of weeks, the first weekend of March has been barrel tasting for the last 42 or 43 years. And, you know, barrel tasting is such an awesome opportunity for people to go into the cellar, uh, taste wine directly from the barrels, meet with winemakers, possibly buy futures. But wineries can't... Uh, have you indoors right now and you know most of them or a good portion of them couldn't host you outside if it happened to be raining so we've moved barrel tasting to may so i'll talk about that in a minute but what we're doing the first weekend in march we're saying that the cellars are closed but the libraries are open <laughs> and uh what that means is we have a winery is going to be pouring library wines that weekend so it's not an event. There's no uh, tickets in advance to buy or nothing like that. But we did put uh, a link on our website. If you go to wineroad.com, you'll see the link for library wines. And there's, I think, 20 or 25 wineries that um, will either offer a library wine uh, with their tasting lineup that weekend, or there's a few that are not available to do tasting. But if you want to order ahead of time, they're offering um, a nice shipping uh, program or you could order ahead of time and, and do a curbside pickup. 
So if you're here on a regular basis and you just love doing um, wine tasting, it's pretty rare that you get a chance to taste library wines. So it's just really a, a unique opportunity. Yeah, I mean, that's that's quite special. It is. I mean, I have a lot of wineries that really want to do it, but they don't have enough library wines. They didn't really feel like they could do it. So I'm excited that we have 20. And, you know, if you're close by and and you want a reason to get out, I think that's a pretty darn good reason. And should we explain in case someone doesn't know what a library wine is? Yes, go for it. What do you think? It's a past vintage. There you go. It's like your photo album from the past, and they set bottles aside to compare and contrast and also have a record. And um, it's a very special thing when they bust out the library wines (laughs) because it it doesn't happen very often because it's a finite number. Yeah, when it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, so it's it's really something we're seeking out. Mm -hmm. It's not just wines that have a lot of books in them or something because I, I always think like, library <laughs> I wine I like libraries I like wine right. but there you library go. wine <laughs> the best of both worlds <laughs> yeah definitely you know I used to work in a winery tasting room and I would tell people if they are buying a case of wine just open like one bottle a year I mean save that you know imagine 12 years from now if you have a bottle of this that's a great it's, that's great it was advice. a great way to do it that so, takes a lot of self-control. <laughs> exactly. I've never done it. But yeah. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I try to do that. and um, But the, the only thing is sometimes you can like wait way too long. Yeah, you have to kind right. of watch well, the vintage and the variety. Well, I think you can kind of tell. Like if yeah. one year it's like, you know, this is pretty much at its peak, you know, so then, 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 then the you rest. finish it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I solve that problem. <laughs> phone a friend. <laughs> finish yeah, finish them up. Finish them up. <laughs> Uh, so, um, yeah, so keep that in mind. If you're close by March 6th and 7th, uh, like a super cool opportunity to get out and taste some library wines. You can go to wineroad.com and see who's participating. And we actually listed the library wines that they will offer that weekend. Oh, excellent. Um, and then a little Google map so you can see where they're all at. And that's by reservation. Yes, everything is by reservation yes. because everything's outdoor seated tasting and everything is by reservation. Well, I would definitely jump on that. Check out what wines are going to be poured and that's that's super cool. I know. Make it happen. Um, so then, book it. Book it. Book <laughs> it. So starting actually right after that on March 8th through April 11th, so I don't know what that is, five weeks or so, we're doing the Great Wine Road Easter egg barrel hunt. (laughs) We really just know that everybody needs some fun, man. You know, we just need some fun. So um, we have, I think, 30 or 35 wineries that are painting, and actually a couple of lodgings also, that are painting a used wine barrel to kind of look like an Easter egg or just, you know, pretty spring colors. And they're hiding it somewhere around their tasting area uh, outside. So even if you don't want to go wine tasting... We'll put a list on our website. You'll see the link for Easter Egg Hunt. And um, we list all the wineries. And again, we have a Google map so you can see where the wineries and the lodgings are at that have a barrel. And we just want you to go out and take some selfies with the barrel, share the selfies. You know, you could book, you know, two or three tasting appointments and you could do tasting along the way while you're out hunting for your barrels. Or you could just order wine ahead of time, do a drive-by, pick up your wine, head out, take the next, look for the next egg. Go Should be your, fun. Go on your Easter egg hunt. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so cute. And we've, 
Miss Bethy Beth has been painting some barrels, and she is quite the talent, folks. Let me tell you, <laughs> they're so cool. You, there's nothing you can't do. My barrels have been just like loud music in my garage with some day drinking and some paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, it serves you well because they're they're so cute. Because yeah, it's a, that's a big canvas. It's, a barrel is big. Well, and there's no you know big expectation. It's I I encourage wineries have your kids do it. I mean, it doesn't. There's no, these are not. Uh, being judged. It's not a juried art show. It's like, just, you know, paint some barrels and have some fun. And I think it is, uh, it would be fun just to pick up some wine along the way and, and, and do some, um, but that's so cute. Selfies. The perfect shape, a wine barrel it's as an cute. Easter egg. It's, it's really adorable. I've had so much fun. I had three ideas and I thought, well, I, I don't want to pick one of my ideas. So I got three barrels so I could do all three of them. <laughs> Clearly I'm I, I said it was my art therapy. The, the, they're going to be a PBS show, yeah. like the Happy Little Barrel Painter featuring Beth Costa. I am. There's a happy little rabbit. Yeah. Every night my husband comes out, are you done? Should I start dinner? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm into my barrel. <laughs> I'm going to add another bunny. Oh, God. Yeah, I like the bunny one. That was super the cute. bunnies are cute. Um, so when you share the selfies, you just tag the wine road on Instagram, the wine road. And we have a couple of hashtags we want you to use. Easter egg barrels and wine road barrels. And the people who share the most little selfies, we're going to send some really amazing wine road goodies to you. Maybe even a barrel. Maybe even a barrel. <laughs> so these do go until April 11th. We've had some amazing weather. So yeah, just if you just need to get out of the house, we've given and you, you a fun reason. And you said it's going to be 98 barrels? How many barrels? No, no, 98. Holy moly. I'm sorry. I think about 35. Oh, 35. I don't know why I heard 98. <laughs> I, You know what? I'm thinking in my head, 98 barrels of rum. You know, I don't know. That just came into my head. Barrels and... I think that a lot too. <laughs> I'm thinking, hey, that's a lot of barrels, 98. Yeah. It's a big county, but still. All right. I love that I have a couple lodgings that are doing it also. So I thought, well, that's cool. So, that's terrific. Yeah. So that's on the website, wineroad.com. Click on Easter egg barrels. So that's happening. And then we have our first actual uh, wine tasting experience that uh, we're organizing for March 19th through 21st. And um, I was kind of going through my mind the other night, a script that I do, I need to do a quick little video to promote this weekend. And I realized, oh my gosh, that's a year since we shut down. Like, that's the last event that's was, a, barrel last, was Barrel Tasting last tasting. year. And I think, I think we shut the 18th or 19th of March last year. So this is the 19th through the 21st. And we're calling it Wine Love Weekend. Um, in years past, we did an event in January called Winter Wineland, and obviously we couldn't do that in January. We were in a, back in a shelter in place again. So we thought about maybe doing it um, in February, but it's still, you know, there were so many unknowns if they could or couldn't be open or what the situation was going to be. So we've moved it to March, and really um, it's just going to be a great little tasting experience that weekend. I have, I think, 40 41 or 42 wineries that are participating. Um, Access is going on sale March 1st, and it's $50 a person, and that would cover you for as many wineries as you have a reservation for on that Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Uh, there's no one-day tickets. If you can only come Sunday or only come Saturday, it's still $50 a person. 
Uh, things are different, so you do have to make a reservation at every winery that you want to see. We have a great program online that shows exactly the wines that each winery will be pouring that weekend. So um, check out the program, see who looks interesting to you. Then just, you know, order your ticket and it says on the program the wineries that want you to go online to reserve or the wineries that want you to call and reserve. And we would suggest you plan on going to about three wineries a day. Um, the reservations are an hour each and then you have to allow for drive time. So, you know, you might be able to go to four wineries. So uh, it'll be fun. Be fun just to have something that's kind of organized and has a fun theme and do a little yeah. wine tasting. And and so that covers, what that does, it really covers your tasting fee at each winery. Most wineries are charging $20 or so. So if you were to go to three wineries, that would be $60 a day that you'd be spending on tasting fees. And so this is $50 and you might be able to go for one or two or three days for that $50. So yeah, that's a great value. And it's a, you know, gosh, I think people are really missing this kind of thing, even if it's at a smaller scale. Yeah. I, uh, our events in the past would have, you know, 2,000 or 3,000 or 4,000 people. You know, we figure we'll probably have one or 200 people. And uh, it's kind of an introduction to, to you know, that whole idea again. And um, it will be super managed. Wineries can only have so many people. They will stick, really stick to their reservation. I know it's going to be difficult for um, guests to get into that habit of, uh, you know, we have to make a reservation. Right. And You're that is kind within of a your hassle. time zone. Yeah. Um, I've had some people ask if they could bring food, you know, like, could they bring a picnic? And I've said, absolutely. I mean, the wineries are not going to be providing food uh, for the most part because it's just, you know, there's just so many COVID restrictions right now. But if you want to bring some snacks, that's fine. But you'd have to bear in mind, you still only have the one hour time slot. So um, it's, it's an introduction. We'll see how it's going. So that's March 19th to 21st, and it's called Wine Love. Wine Love Weekend. Wine Love Weekend. Because we love wine. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And then um, we did move barrel tasting to the last weekend in May. I didn't write it down. I think it's the 24th through the 30th uh, is, are the dates. Of this and, year. Of this year. And I have very minimal amount of information on our website right now because we really need to wait and see what restrictions will be in place. It is going to be reservation only for barrel tasting. And that is definitely a huge change for anyone that's attended barrel tasting in the past. But one of the things that came out of meeting with all the AVA directors every week, uh, we're all in the same boat. Everybody puts on events. Everybody now has to have people making reservations to the wineries. So we've partnered with Cellar Pass. And they have um, uh, sort of updated their platform to allow people to go to our website. They would go just to Wine Road. They would order their ticket. If there's four people, they would order four tickets. And then it's almost like booking your dinner reservation. They would click to say it's a party of four. And all the wineries that are available for that day, they're going to come on Friday, that had room for four people would pop up. People click and make their reservation right there. Seller Pass also shows the drive time between winery A that you clicked on and winery B. Oh, and you can see, oh, no, that's, you know, it's a 20-minute drive right. or it's a 10-minute drive. It's like that will or won't work. So um, 
Yeah, because logistically, you really have to plan it's this. Hard. Yeah, Sonoma County. I mean, our it's region big, up here is huge, big and so you can't be, you know, at Corbell and then be at Alexander Valley Vineyards. You know, two hours later, it's not going to fit. So, you know, you can see all that as you're booking your reservation, and then you can do if you're going to come for two days or three days each day. You book your reservations. You click on the next day, book those reservations, and then when you are satisfied that you've you've got the the wineries that you want to visit and your reservation look good, then you complete the transaction and purchase your four tickets. So it's going to take a little bit of time and people will have to try to get used to that idea that it is a reservation system now. But I'm super excited that we'll be able to do that for that event, but to finally have Seller Pass. I think they are going to be launching in a couple of weeks and there's some other AVAs throughout the state that'll be using them before us. So if there's any problems, you know, hopefully they'll figure them out. And <laughs> by the time I'm ready to use it, out. it'll be good from to go. Others. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, we've talked about it with some of the wineries. I think that customers are going to be hesitant to begin with to have to, you know, it's a hassle, going to make a reservation. But I think when they get to the winery, they're going to appreciate the fact that, you know, you're going to walk up and they're going to say, oh, you must be Marcy. Yeah, we have your table over here. You know, they're, the winery is going to be expecting you. you <laughs> yes. And, you know, you're going to have your own private little situation and... I think you'll get a little more time. Uh, I can't say more about barrel tasting until we get a little bit closer because I don't know if the barrels are going to have to be moved outside and they'll have to do that or if they will take samples of the barrels and pour them out of bottles, you know, or if people will be able to go into the cellar, but it'll just have to be a managed time flow going through the cellar. That's not until the end of May, so we'll kind of have to wait and see. We also are uh, promoting that event for a week and wineries will sign up for as many days as they want. Uh, you know, we have some smaller producers who are like, I just don't have the bandwidth to do a week, but I would like to do, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's fine. Then I have other wineries that say, you know, if we're going to set this up, I'll bring in staff for a week and I'll, you know, it's reservation only, so I can do them. I can do offer barrel samples for a week. So when the wineries sign up, they'll sign up for as many days as they want. Um, we'll have all that online before you go to order your tickets so you can see if that's going to work with, you know, the wineries that you want to see. I think there's customers that are going to be loving that and they're going to want to be here on a Tuesday, you know, <laughs> when there's the least amount of people. Yeah, I think it, it can you know, be So I think cool. everybody can kind of, you know, do whatever feels most comfortable to them at that time. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm always excited. Everything's always exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, gosh, you that's a lot, Beth. Yeah, there's definitely a lot happening. <laughs> then no wonder you said, I don't like that word hiatus. So you have, there's no yeah. such thing in your hiatus. life. Hiatus, yeah. These sound like really fun, great events. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a lot to creating it in this unknown, you know, this bubble right. of we don't know what's going to happen right. at any one time, but you still have to go forward, you know, just expect this is going to happen and make the plan and then adjust accordingly. Yeah. I keep like all of our website, because I've been doing all the website work since, you know, last March. So uh, everything says, you know, I put it in big letters. This may change. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, but that may change. <laughs> Subject to change. That'll be your memoir I title. Need a, I need a shirt. Subject, Subject to, to change. change. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, that's like uh, I went out to uh, Dry Creek Vineyard last week and just had lunch. Uh, I had a friend that called and said, I saw your uh, I'm going to be that. in town. Yeah. Do you want to have lunch? So, you know, we went out there and um, Robert from Dry Creek, he's such a doll. He, I asked him to join us also. So we had three tables set up and we were, you know, probably 10 feet apart so that we could sit down and take off our masks and really yeah. talk and laugh and, and all have lunch together. It was just so great to see, you know, be with people, but definitely feel super safe about it all. And he was saying the, 
the hardest thing is just not being able to make a plan. He's a super planner. I mean, he's the guy who has the year-long calendar on the wall, and yeah. he's marked out for the year, everything that's going to happen. And right. he's like, I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. So Yeah, uh, it's hard when you you are a planner, and then you can't really, you just have to kind of ex- have a kind of a hope and a prayer that it's all going to pan out. And even, you know, when we've been when we've been shut down and then when we've been opened, both times uh, the announcement was made through our county office at 10 o'clock at night. And, like, I would get some sort of email at 10 at night. I'm like, okay, like, really? No, like, I really just want to go to bed, but I feel like it's my problem to, you know, compose a nice email, include these regulations and send this out to all the wineries, you know, at 10 o'clock at night so they know that tomorrow they can, you know, open or they have to close or whatever the case may be. Yeah, every day is an adventure. <laughs> the, hence the egg painting I've done with my barrels. <laughs> That's your art therapy. That's my art therapy. I'm loving it. <laughs> ah, but, um, yeah, the wineries are excited at this point to see, uh, you know, as many people as they are seeing. And I think that they're super encouraged by that. Uh, I think that it's, you know, kind of been slow and steady to the point that they feel safe. They can keep their staff safe. Uh, they can make sure that customers feel comfortable coming. And, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's, you know, trying to do the best they can, trying to do the best they can. So yeah. I know that um, when we have more people visiting, you found some super groovy, cool app you want to talk about. Yeah. Once we've got the go ahead and more people can visit and we're on a more of a typical tourism pattern, mm-hmm. um, there's this very cool app that was created. It's called Townsy, T-O-W-N-S-Y, Townsy Sebastopol. And this was created um, by a former editor of one of our local newspapers, the Sonoma West Time News. Her name's Laura Hager Rush. And it's a, an app that you put on your phone. And it is so cool. It has, you know, local news, shopping, restaurants, events, the arts. There's even like a community bulletin board uh-huh. for people who live. It really was created for locals. For locals. But yeah. this is awesome for visitors. Uh-huh. I think they did a fantastic job. And the focus is Sebastopol yeah, or it's beyond? Just, just Sebastopol. Uh, Marcy, she's like a little ambassador for her town. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's a very clever idea because our community newspapers, newspapers in general are starting are struggling. Yeah. And so this is also a way for people to get news of the community, also support our merchants, support our restaurants, support mm-hmm. our local arts. Right. I just saw like a, I think it was on Instagram or something. And I said, oh, I'm going to check this out. And it's it's great. So if I was visiting, like there's a lot of apps like I put on my phone when I'm going to go to a place. Yeah. This would be a great thing if you're coming to Sonoma County, especially if you're coming to Sebastopol. Download it and kind of learn what's here and what you can do before you get here. Well, everybody likes to know what the locals are doing and what the locals yeah. where the locals eat. So yeah, that's super and this cool. is super local. Yeah. Um, so it's called Townsy Sebastopol. I'm gonna give a little shout out to someone from Geyserville. This this Easter egg barrels that we're doing. It's really the idea from uh, Bryce Jones. Uh, who is lives up in Geyserville, and he organized sort of a community art event probably in September. And he got 100 wine barrels. He got them all to one place, got them all primed white, and then just invited the community of Geyserville to come and paint a barrel that looked like some sort of fall decoration. So people did pumpkins and witches, and people did, you know, sunflowers and, and just all kinds of fall autumn harvesty sort of painted barrels. And they put them throughout 
the entire town. And Geyserville really, um, there's one main kind of street that goes through town. So every business had a barrel in front of it. If you kept going, they were in front of houses, they were in front of the school. It was super cute. I mean, my husband and I went there and just parked one day and walked all the way down one side of the street, then all the way back the other. How cute. Super cute barrels. And so he was going to do that again for spring in town. And he called me and said, you know, I think this should be bigger, Beth. And if you want to get your wineries involved, you know, I think we could really get these barrels everywhere. So, you know, that's really where the idea came from. And then additionally, they are going to do something in Geyserville also. They get people putting them in front of their houses. They just get them everywhere. So uh, besides checking out our barrels, I would strongly, highly recommend you drive up to the town of Geyserville and drive around there also. I mean, you might find another hundred barrels just within Geyserville. And they'll all just be cute and with bunnies and flowers. And I like that. Good, positive things. Yeah. I painted one of my barrels, and on one side it says, Happy Spring. And then I thought, oh, my God, who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much wine. Too much wine. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. And you turn the barrel over, and it says, not so much. <laughs> uh, Debbie, who I worked with, or I did work with and hope to work with again, came by my house the other day, and she's like, oh, my God, you freehanded those letters? And I said, yeah. She goes, I've seen your handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> when we work together, I'm always writing things, and I'd say, Deb, what do you think that says? Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, the wine steadies the hand. Yeah, apparently. It, gives, it slows down the brain, makes the letters more beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> They're happy. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's great. So I think uh, that's kind of what's happening there. And like just on a sort of a somewhat personal wine road note, uh, people are calling the office still and sending me nice little emails and you know, I want people to understand if I don't get back to you, we have, we did literally shut our office down in March. So there are no employees. It really is just, I've been doing the best I can from home and um, volunteering my time quite literally for the wine road to try to keep things going and hopes that, you know, there will be light at the end of the tunnel and we will be back again. And, you know, I don't foresee us having huge big events, but I do think that we'll continue to work with our wineries going forward and helping them build and promote their virtual tastings. And, um, you know, customers are loving that. We've talked to so many wineries and I think, you know. Yeah. And coming up on the podcast, we are going to talk with a yeah, couple we have people couple... and they're upcoming in the next few weeks. We talked to Gary Farrell Winery and also Craig Colagrassi and all about their online programs. And, you know, people at first like, ah, I don't want to do Zoom, but right. really it's become a really great, fun thing. And and wineries are really creative with what they're doing. That's the thing that, you know, and I've tried to encourage wineries, you know, do it once and I'm sure it's going to be terrible, but then do it again and it'll <laughs> be better and do it a third time. and It'll be, wow, pretty good. And you will figure it out. You'll figure out what does work and what you know, the the listeners or the people who are tuning in, what they do and don't like, and you'll fine tune it and get better and better. And the thing is, everybody can't come visit, you know, 10 times a year, but you could once a month tune in with your favorite winemaker, yeah. you know, so... You know, it is a great way to stay connected. Right. And I think it's something that's going to continue because yeah. if you're not living here, it's still your connection to your favorite Absolutely. winery. Yeah. And you're probably like literally right in their living room when you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. So that's a great slate of things coming up. We've got yeah. the Wine Road Barrels Easter Egg Hunt coming up in March. Then we've got the Wine Love so, Weekend. Mm -hmm. And then the the library wines, library wines. That's that people must know. That's a cool thing. That is Definitely super cool. Check that out. That's yeah. a rare opportunity. 
It is a rare opportunity. And then in May, barrel tasting by appointment, special edition. Got it going on, Beth. I'm impressed. Got it going on. I know. Yeah, you do it all (laughs) for the wine road without day drinking. Yeah, (laughs) really. Okie doke. I think that's it. Yeah. So everything about all these events, of course, will be on the Wine Road website. We'll put that link. We'll put a link to the Townsie app if you're interested as well. And thank you so much. We've missed our doing our podcast. Oh, I oh, thought of something else. Something else. Hold on, folks. I always think of something else. So, you know, we uh, haven't, we've been here, haven't been here for a while. You know, we yes. were on our hiatus. Right. And during that time, what happened to the Wine Road podcast? Oh, yes. We forgot about that. Yeah. How can we forget? We got uh, nominated for, we're going to be in the Taste Awards Hall of Fame in the eighth class. Yes. And also, we've been nominated yet again for Best Food Drink Podcast and also Best Regional Podcast. Yeah. And those awards will be, I believe, in April. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm so excited. So, last year, we did win one. And I just, you know, in case you forgot, I went to the awards <laughs> ceremony. It was in March. It was about three days before statewide <laughs> lockdown. And Marcy's doctor said, oh, you shouldn't travel on a plane. That wouldn't be safe. So I went alone. And while I was sitting there, I was thinking, what What was I thinking? Why did I fly down here? Because <laughs> like, you're a Why trooper. was I sacrificed? <laughs> you're stronger than I am. You've got a better constitution. Apparently. So I'm like, oh, well. But, you know, I won. So then I was thinking, okay, it was definitely worth it. <laughs> That's the best story ever. Like Marcy yeah. said, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, throw back to the wolves. But you brought home the gold. I brought home the gold, baby. So, yeah, hopefully this year. So we'll see. We'll, yeah, I, we'll put a link to the Taste Awards on the website, yes. on the show notes yes, as well. Yes, we will. Because <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. I don't know if it's going to be virtual, but I've got a dress, so I'm ready. We're going to dress up and party no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on the deck, six feet apart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Our pool noodle. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think that is it. That is it. As always, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We'll put everything in the show notes and we'll see you on the wine road. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.